0: Well, Bama fans, this time around next week, we will be gearing up for a football game. That being Alabama-Miami from Mercedes-Benz Stadium in Atlanta. We are eight days, Julio Jones, days away. You could also put in Josh Jacobs, John Metchie, but eight days away from Bama-Miami. You are rocking the rolling with the best and brightest right now on a Friday, TGIF edition of the show, in my own words. Yours truly, Stephen M. Smith of Touchdown Alabama Magazine. Happy to have everybody checking us out here on today. We're coming to you live from the magic city of Birmingham, streaming you the show on YouTube. Speaking of a channel, go ahead right now, drop a like on the show, give us that thumbs up, hit that subscribe button, turn on all of those notifications, hit that bell, so that way... You can have all of your alerts on your favorite program, that being the Crimson Tide. We also got you covered on Facebook and Twitter as well. All forms of social media streaming to you, the show. We got a lot to get into, a lot to uncover, unpack, and talk about on the show. Gotta shout out my man John. Everyone time in the production studio doing his thing, but we want to hear from you, the Bamination, on this evening. You can do this by calling 205 448 1358. That's the number right there to dial to let your voice be heard on the show. 205 448 1358. And one more time, 205 448 1358. Want to hear from you. Also, that daily Super Chat Go. $75 daily Super Chat Go. Appreciate the love, the joyful support coming from all of you, at the Bama faithful. But without further ado, we're gonna jump into now. First topic of conversation on the evening, and this goes to. The Alabama offensive wild cards that could be on display against the Hurricanes. Now, you've got a lot of people talking about what Miami brings and De'Eric King and what their offense has in store under Manny Diaz. And you have a lot of people that look at Alabama as, you know, no more Mac Jones, no more Najee Harris, no more Devontae Smith. No more Jalen Waddle. No more Nandan Dickerson, Deontay Brown, Alex Netherwood on the offensive line. So what possibly could Alabama have on that side of the football, even though the people know Bama, we know it's like hotcakes every single season. But we got some of these uh, these offensive wild cards that could you know turn up and be critical, critical factors here for the Crimson Tide week one of the season. And we started off with Trey Sanders. Trey Sanders is going to be a big deal here in this ball game and just his recovery, his rehab has been nothing short of miraculous if you will. When he sustained the injuries in the car accident in the middle portion of last season, the injuries he had were severe, even to the point where he had a hip issue there. Now it wasn't on the same level as Tua Tonga Bailoa's hip issue, but still kind of a serious matter and uh, people didn't think that she would recover as fast as he did but sanders somebody of home uh, has bounced back tremendously he's had an incredible fall camp uh of course saturday will be the last day of fall camp but he's had an incredible camp he's had two really strong uh really strong scrimmages All of the things that make him a five-star running back have returned. When you look at his speed, his burst, his acceleration, his explosiveness, the big play abilities, all of those things back Alabama is going to throw the ball out the backfield to the running backs quite a bit in this upcoming campaign. And uh, Sanders also gives, you know, this Crimson Tide team some shades of Najee Harris when you, when you discuss his ability to catch the ball out the backfield, have those soft, reliable, dependable hands get up and down the field, that type of deal right there. And when you think about Sanders is a Florida native, right, coming from IMG Academy, Port St. Joe, Florida, He was highly recruited by Miami, and uh, he did not have a chance to play at Mercedes-Benz Stadium in 2019 uh, against Duke in that season opener due to a foot injury. So now she has another chance to go into MBS and have a breakout game and have a marquee performance and have a star-studded outing against Miami. So keep your eyes there on Trey Sanders. I think it's going to be a good one-two punch with b rob and the former five-star also having one Emil Echior Jr., redshirt Jr. on the offensive line speaking to reporters on Thursday. He talked about it. It's just so good seeing Sanders back out there, seeing him break tackle. Seeing him break for those long runs, those huge gains, those touchdown plays, because everybody knows how badly he wants it. Everybody knows how much he desires to be back on the field. Everybody was hurting for him when he was injured. But seeing him back, uh, Ekior spoke on uh, he he being Sanders is going to contribute in a major way in this season right here. But that's Trey Sanders. As we move on here to our next God, that's going to be a wild card factor. Going to the wide receiver room, we pick up freshman JoJo Earl. And the reason why Earl is a wild card, he wins the starting job at kickoff returner or punt returner. Alabama is going to drop the depth chart on Monday as next week will be game week for the Crimson Tide, so keep your eyes on that. But if, if Earl wins the starting kickoff return or punt return job, Miami is going to have to kick to him and this is going to be really exciting because I've said this quite the amount of times Earl to me is Jalen Waddle 2.0 in terms of his acceleration his burst his quick twitch ability his speed agility change of direction vision He, he can do a lot of those similar things in the kickoff return punt return aspect that Waddle was able to do. So if Earl comes up number one on the depth chart in the punt return aspect or the kick return aspect, this is going to be fun here. When you talk about Alabama creating points, Alabama creating those opportunities there on special teams. So watch Earl, number 10, as a potential you know, wild card factor. As we move on here to our next guy, we're going to pick up J.C. Latham, on the offensive line, now, as a freshman, this young man has been getting reps here, first-team reps at the right tackle position. Kendall Randolph coming off uh, coming off a, a minorly sprained ankle, hasn't been able to practice as much. So, J.C. Latham has gotten a lot of the opportunities. The young man at 6'6", 325 pounds, coming also via the way of IMG. Academy, And in the practice videos that we've been able to see, he's been kind of running with that first group. So keep your eyes there on Latham. Big chance he potentially could start there at that right tackle position. And we have seen freshmen start offensive tackle in the past for Alabama. When you discuss guys like Andre Smith, Jonah Williams, you look at guys like Alex Netherwood, Those just different guys that we've seen, you know, get those starting opportunities. Cam Robinson also, I think, uh, Cyrus Kwanjo fits that bill as well. So we've seen in years past quite the number of talents there as true freshmen. uh, Big guys getting an opportunity to start on the offensive line as true freshmen. So keep your eyes there on Latham. Moving on here to the next uh, wild card here for the Crimson Tide. That would be Slade Bowden. And the reason why we're putting Slade right here is, I think Miami is going to be so focused on stopping John Mechie, stopping Jamison Williams, stopping kind of other guys. that Slade's going to be able to create within the holes of the zone, um, make big catches, make some plays, convert first downs. He has gotten faster in terms of his speed, so maybe can break one of the house for a touchdown or two. And going back to last season, Slade Bolden made plays when Alabama needed him to. Whether it was against Tennessee when Jalen Water went down, whether it was against Arkansas or Florida in the SEC championship game or Notre Dame, Ohio State, in the college football playoff, when you needed 18, when you needed Bolden to step up, the young man stepped up. So with... With eyes focused on other guys in that in that uh, hurricane secondary, keep your eyes there on Slay Bolden. Could break free, could wiggle his way through, get some big plays there in uh, the zone or in the holes there of a defense. And last but not least here, wild card for Alabama offensively, give me Cameron Latou at tight end. This is a young man that was buzzing throughout the spring at 6'5", 250 pounds, caught the touchdown pass from... Bryce Young, the 59-yard score in the spring game, buzzed all summer, buzzed all fall camp, making catch after catch, scoring touchdown after touchdown, becoming Bryce Young's favorite target in the red zone, and the red area, and um, just not knowing when uh, Bill O'Brien could call a play for a two at any given moment. I think that's going to throw Miami off guard, because once again, your focus is on Mechie, Jamison Williams, Jaleel Billingsley, so many other guys that a play could be called, a situation could be dialed up for Cameron Latou. He gets open in the holes of the zone. He beats a guy one-on-one down the field. You get the ball on that 6'5", big body that's got speed. He could be off to the races as well. So those are just some wild cards here for Alabama offensively to keep your eye on. Trey Sanders, JoJo Earl. Also, uh, uh, Jamari, JC Latham, excuse me, Slade Bolden, and also Cameron Latou. So it's going to be a fun matchup here between Bama and Miami coming up here in eight days julio jones away here from uh, the season opener but we take our first break from the show don't touch that dial just getting started upon our return we jump to the phone lines to take your calls your thoughts your tweets your chats your conversations a dialogue with you the bama nation is coming after this
1: You're watching In My Own Words with Stephen M. Smith, brought to you by We Own the Fourth Quarter. Get your four-finger bling necklace today by visiting weownthefourthquarter.com. Throw them foes up.
2: This is Matt Cadell, former Alabama wide receiver, and you're listening to In My Own Words with Stephen M. Smith with Touchdown Alabama Magazine. And I got two words
1: to say, baby. Roll Tide. Every sports fan deserves the proper representation. Whitwill Sports introduces to you the title towel. Wave that title towel in the air like you just don't care. In support of Nick Saban and the Alabama Crimson Tide. Only 9 dollars and it lasts a lifetime. Head on over to Whitwillsports.com and get your title towel today.
3: Remember the taste of Grandma's delicious sweets? Emily's Heirloom Pound Cakes brings back those precious memories with just one bite. Each cake made from scratch. They make the perfect dessert to share with family and friends for any occasion, and ordering is easy. Visit Emily's Heirloom Pound Click the online store and shop. Then pick up your fresh cake at the kitchen in downtown Homewood. Order yours online at Emily's Heirloom Pound Emily's Heirloom Pound Cakes, making memories from scratch
0: in here folks back in here from the break of number one form for bama football news in my own words, george truly stephen m smith of touchdown and alabama magazine on a friday tgif edition of the show Happy to have everybody checking us out today julio jones eight days away from bama miami can you feel it this time around next week We will be preparing for a football game. Guys, shout out my man Spencer Revley with that $5 donation. Helping us out here on the show. Appreciate the love there coming from Spencer. As always, that daily super chat goes $75. Appreciate you guys helping us out there. And also my man, Senator Hines, became a member of the JV squad for the TDA (laughs) YouTube channel. So appreciate Senator getting his football on the JV squad for the TDA YouTube team here. Appreciate that coming from Senator. But, as well, as always, we're back in here from the break. Phone lines are open. Brought to Call segment brought to you by the Blue Ridge Gang, 205-448-1358. Number to call in right there, 205-448-1358. As you're getting your thoughts in right now, we're going to transition here to this topic. It involves uh, Alabama's athletic director, Greg Byrne, who spoke this week on he is still expecting – he is still anticipating full capacity crowds inside Bryant Denny Stadium, regardless of the uh, new strand here going on with with the COVID, uh, with the COVID uh, virus here. But Greg uh, uh, burn is still saying that he's expecting full capacity crowds inside Bryant Denny. He's also expecting tailgate and to still be going on outside the stadium as well throughout the home games this season. So burn very optimistic burn excited burn happy about the opportunity to you know get the crowd get the fans get the people back inside the venue. He's happy to have tailgating going on potentially uh, outside of Bryant Stadium and just uh, finding ways to get us all the way back normal. Though it's going to be a challenge, it's going to be a push, it's going to be a, an interesting ordeal, if you will. But as we can get to closer and closer to, to normal feeling, when you look at college football, that's you know what U.S. fans are trying to look for and hoping for, and I myself trying to look for and hope for us to get back as close to normal as possible. But that's just the news they're coming from. Uh, Greg Byrne wanting to have or expecting, anticipating, having full-capacity crowds here inside Brian Denny. We got to shout out my man, Senator Hans. That $5 donation. The Super Chat's helping us out here. On the show, appreciate the love coming from my man Senator, helping us out here TDA on a Friday. Here we go, folks. What are your score predictions, people? Score predictions for Alabama Miami. Send us those score predictions in the chat line. Calling with those score predictions. What are you feeling? First game of the season between Alabama and Miami. I'm still, I'm still going with the score prediction of Bama 42, uh, Miami 13. And the reason why I'm feeling that 142-13, I feel like offensively, Bill O'Brien's going to be creative. I feel like offensively, the team is all in on Bryce Young, from the head coach, Nick Saban, to the offensive coordinator, Bill O'Brien, to the teammates around him. For the first time in quite some time in the Saban era, you got everybody is locked in. There's not a hint of doubt in terms of Young when you discuss the team as a whole, and uh, I feel like he's going to go out there and play his game, play his style of football, play his rhythm. I I do want to see within the first five minutes of the game where it's hyped up, it's turned up, it's pumped up, full capacity crowd inside Mercedes Benz, people yelling and screaming. You know, how quickly can Bryce be able to settle into the matchup, play his game, not succumb to the pressure, not do too much, but you know, make the right plays with the football. Be athletic, attack on the edge, get the playmakers the ball, make the right calls, checks there on the field, and, and just be himself out there. That's something that. I will look forward to watching, but I, I'm also choosing 42 to 13 because I think this Alabama defense is going to come out and make a statement. I mean, that this whole offseason, people have been talking about, you know, Derrick King, he's dual threat, he's mobile, he's fast, he's got great legs, he can run, and what's the one thing you can do – to frustrate an Alabama defense and get it and get it off its game plan is having a dual threat mobile quarterback. In the last three years, this defense has had to deal with: you're not good, uh, you're no longer elite, you're no longer dominant, you're no longer marked, you're, uh, you're no longer marquee. You've taken a back seat. Is Alabama, Alabama going to have anything that resembles a solid, strong, uh, good defense this season? I think this group is 100% tired of hearing that. They're ready to get after it with their hair on fire, getting after, getting on De'Eric King and this Miami Hurricane offense. So to me, I got 42 to 13 for that reason. But let's see some score predictions from you guys here. Because our own John Ivory's got him on spring. We got Naomi. Naomi's got 38-13 Bama. Filling that one, Naomi. 38-13 Bama. Richard G has got 38-17 Bama. Filling that one by Richard G. Row Tide Rise Up's got 42-17, Bama. Row Tide Rise Up, you and I are kind of on that same wavelength, but you got 42-17, Bama. George Timmerman, he's got 42-13, Bama. Me and George Timmerman, Timmerman, think alike. We both got 42-13. Senator. Hines has 48 to 13 Bama. Appreciate everybody for those score predictions. Continue to send those in throughout the show. We grab a call right now. You're live here on the show on a Friday. What's up? How you doing? How you feeling? State your name and where you calling from. State your name and where you calling from, caller. We lost that call. There, we take this call right here. You're live on the show. Happy Friday to you. What's going on? State your name and where you're calling from. Hey, how's it going? This is Steven. How we going, Hugh?
2: No, Steven. I'm here. Fort Saint Louis.
0: Okay, okay, Steven. What's going on, man? How you feeling?
2: Doing all right, man. Um. Ready for next week, baby. Um, I'm a Miami
0: graduate. So how do so, 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 so how, so how you feel about this game? I mean, which, what do you like about this game? I feel great. And I'm going to tell you why. Y'all have
2: not seen anything like the Eric King and our freaking defense, man.
0: Gonna be a good one then. Gonna be a good one, my man Steven from St. Louis. Appreciate the call. Gonna be a good one. De'Ara King's Athletic. St. Louis. We got my man, St- we got my man Steven from St. Louis calling in, talking about De'Ara King, Miami, and this matchup. We go to our next call right here. You're live on the show. What's going on? State your name and where you calling from. What's going
4: on, Steven? I couldn't hear out my airpod the first time, man. My bad, bro. It's Coach Smoop. Mr. Senator Hines, you know who it is, bro.
0: <laughs> How you doing, my man?
4: I'm doing good, man. I miss you guys, man. I've been out here grinding, man. Trying to make some moves and, you know, get ready for this season, man. Just clear out my schedule for this season because I'm not missing nothing this year, man. I feel like this is gonna be a special year. Uh I mean, like, I, I'm 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 one of the uh three peat believers. You get what I'm saying? I hear you. I hear and, you. And, and and I'm 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 really feeling my squad like Bama, the, the young defense, I mean the experienced defense with all the talent that we have across the field, the depth, is it, it's just crazy, man. I don't I don't think people realize how much talent, you know, hidden talent we have just, just sitting around, you know, waiting to get on the field. And that's that's gonna be our advantage. The hunger to compete every day in practice is gonna transfer to that game field. And everybody doesn't have the luxury to have that, you get what I'm saying, at practice every day. So that's that's really what's going to keep Bama, you know, above the rest. But that's all I had to say, Steve. I wasn't going to be on long today, man. I just wanted to chime in and tell my fam I miss y'all. Blue Ridge gang, we out here. I love y'all, man.
0: Appreciate the call from Senator here on the show. Bama, Miami, eight days away. So excited for this right now. We take our next call here on the show. You're live on a Friday, in my own words, with Stephen M. Smith. State your name and where you calling from.
2: George Temerin from Batavia, Illinois. How you doing, Stephen?
0: We got George, my man George from Illinois. How you feeling, man?
2: Really good, thank you. How are
3: you?
0: I'll tell you what's up. I'm I'm fantastic. We got eight days until Battle of Miami. We're Julio Jones away. We're finally going to get a chance to watch some live game action really soon here. I'm pumped up.
2: I am too. I think this season we're going to see – more than a few turnover touchdowns from the defense. I think, they, I think they're stacked. I think they want to prove just how good they are. And I just think they will be putting some points on the board from the defense. I think there's a possibility this could happen
3: a week against Miami.
0: I say it also, George. I mean, it, it, it could come from Malachi Moore. It could come from uh, Jordan battle. It could come from uh, one of the linebackers, and, and that's and that's what's outstanding about this defense—how hungry this group is. I go back to SEC Media Days. Fidarian Mathis. Five of the first six questions directed to him were: "Big man, where's the defense? Big man, is the defense for real? Big man, will the defense hit that standard?" And if you want to motivate a bunch of 18- to 22-year-old kids, you tell them you dropped the ball, you're not as good as you used to be, that's going to get those guys foaming at the mouth, George, foaming at the mouth.
2: Right. Well, I just want to say thanks, and your show rocks, and so do you, man. Thanks a lot.
0: Appreciate George, my man George from Illinois, calling in, helping us out here on the show. This is going to be a good week. This is going to be a good week, a good game between Alabama and Miami coming up here next week. I mean, I am pumped up about this. We got some super chats coming in here right now. How about Jimmy, the bad man, Clay? Baddest donator in the game. Clay hops in here <laughs> with that $25 donation. Appreciate the love from, from Jimmy Clay. And is this Naomi? Naomi hopped in here with the 19 dollars donation. Appreciate <laughs> the love from Naomi. Jimmy Clay. Naomi helping us out here on the show. Hold on. We got William Bryan who just threw a 50-piece in this thing. Man, you guys (laughs) showing us the love, donating, chiming in, texting in. Provide us with your score predictions. Daily Super Chat goal, $75 has been met. Appreciate you, the fans. Continue sending in your score predictions for Bama Miami. Want to get all of those. We grabbed another call right now. You're live on the show on a Friday in my own words. How you feeling? State your name and where you are calling from.
2: Hey, how are you doing? This is Kyle Greenwood,
0: Wetumpka. We got, Ki- we got Kyle from from where now, Kyle?
2: Kyle Greenwood from Wetumpka, Alabama. All
0: right, we got Kyle from Wetumpka. Kyle, what's going on? Going
2: all right. All um, right. Appreciate the so i uh, been needing something to listen to on these roads here um I go out and on the road sometimes with my truck uh got a dually just got my dually uh about three weeks ago um but appreciate you taking my call um I have a, a question about uh, our defense um I've hearing a lot of people I listen to a lot of other shows uh, I listen to um uh, you know some of the other shows that, that come out uh like I said just coming on your show but um How is the defense going to be this year? Um, Is it it going to be as good as everybody is saying
0: it is? I think it is, Kyle. I think it is. And and I've said this, recently said this, the best way to motivate a group of 18- to 22-year-olds is when you tell them uh, you are not as good as you used to be you've dropped the ball, you have not held the standard, you have not been elite. you've taken a back seat, that gets those young men foaming at the mouth and saying, okay, I'm going to show you, I'm going to prove to you, I'm going to let you see what we are for real. And the entire offseason, the question has been, will Alabama have that defense that fans have become used to prior to the 2018 season and since then. And uh, this group has been firing on on all cylinders since spring. They've been great in the summer. They've been great throughout fall camp. Saban is very confident. He's very jubilant. He is really cool about this defense, and even talking about some of the young guys that can get out there and, and get some playing time. So I think this defense, Kyle, is going to be the real deal. Get ready
2: what I'm hoping for, because, um, you know, like I said, I don't really get a chance to watch all the games. I kind of have to watch them or listen to them on the radio here, um, and I don't really read a lot of stuff. I just kind of just, you know, long-time Alabama fan, but really just wanted to know your thoughts and, like I said, I've been listening to everybody else, and I think everybody's pretty much consistent. Uh, do you think that they'll be able to to stop you know, Miami? You know, Miami, I mean, they're they they're a pretty good team.
0: My, my, Miami's a good team. Miami is. It, it comes down to you know, shutting down D. Eric King. And I know he's coming off a serious knee injury from the bowl game Miami had. But if Alabama can keep D. Eric King under control, this is going to be a very good game for the Crimson Tide. That's the key. You corral D. Eric King, you have the game appreciate Kyle there from well from our uh, with Tomca calling in, sharing us those nuggets right there here on the show. But people, we're gonna go to a break right now. Once again, continue getting us those score predictions for Alabama, Miami. Getting all of those, taking those throughout the show after this. Oh. We are back into the action here folks from the break of number one form for bama football news in my own words your truly stephen m smith of touchdown alabama magazine on a friday tgif edition of the show as we are eight days away from bama miami this time around next week people we're gonna see football we're gonna see Alabama football. We've been talking about it, speculating about it. Now, coming up next week, we're gonna actually get a chance to see some pants, pop, some action, some fans, some yelling, some screaming, some excitement taking place now on the field. But. We're back in here uh, from the break as we're waiting on uh, Keith Miller here, Coach Keith Miller from the Showcase Ball Camp out of California to call in. We're going to go to actually an interesting call topic right now, and that goes to one Mac Jones. And uh, Mac Jones uh, has a chance, if he's able to go out there and succeed, if he's able to go out there and have a huge NFL preseason game uh, against the – New York football giants, he's going to have an opportunity to uh, get on the field and uh, he has an opportunity to uh, start in uh, week one over Cam Newton for the Patriots. Mac Jones has had a phenomenal preseason. He's been outstanding in the two preseason games, especially this recent one here. Uh, especially the recent one at they at they that they had there out there on the field, him being out there having those long touchdown drives, spreading the ball over the field, you know, two to three touchdown drives that being, and then throughout the joint practices He's looked strong there as well. I believe in that first one against the Giants. He went 35 of 40 passing there, just surgical accuracy, surgical in the precision and the timing, you know, getting the ball to the playmakers out there in space, and getting those guys do their thing. And I know Cam Newton has the experience. I know Cam Newton's been uh, with the with the uh, with the Patriots you know, this past season, so he's back for another you know one year deal. But when you draft a quarterback in the first round, and primarily early in the first round, they took Jones number 15 overall, you have thoughts, you have ideas of that guy is going to be the succession plan. That guy is going to be the future. That guy is going to be the leader for your franchise, for your team for years to come. And it's interesting that in the pre-draft process, you know, everybody was talking Trevor Lawrence. Lawrence has been named the starter for the Jacksonville Jaguars, but he's been struggling a little bit here in the preseason. People were talking, you can't sit Trey Lance. You got to go with Trey Lance. He's got the high ceiling. He's the big name. He's got so much potential. He's got so much upside. But Trey Lance has just not knocked your socks off in the preseason. You got Zach Wilson for the Jets. He's kind of been up and down, some good and bad moments. And then Justin Fields, kind of the same deal. Matt Jones has kind of coasted through the preseason with Very strong moments, very exceptional moments, very good moments out there at the quarterback position. And it's not just now with Belichick and Josh McDaniels, but you got players around him, whether it's Kendrick Bourne, whether it's Trent Brown, whether it's former Alabama linebacker Donta Hightower, who's the leader of the Patriots defense, all of these guys speaking relatively high of the young man, the 2020 national champion Heisman finalist and consensus All-American in Mac Jones, and then you know, also you look at the uh, the idea that in Belichick's mind, I feel like 21 years ago he left the NFL draft thinking we got the right quarterback when he took Tom Brady, and now 21 years later, I'm pretty sure he feels like we took the right quarterback in Mac Jones. So uh, this game against the Giants coming up here on Sunday, third preseason game will tell a lot of the tape here. If Jones goes out there, dominates, has extreme success, then we're going to look at him. We're going to look at him in terms of uh, the starting job, you know, week one for the Patriots. But we'll definitely see what happens. Got to have that kudos, though, for Mac 10. He's had – Outstanding training camp, outstanding preseason. We're gonna go to a break right now, folks, on the show. But when we come back, we're gonna actually dive into a little conversation about Jane and Milrow and why she will have a critical role in the preparation for the tie against Miami. We'll talk Milrow after this.
1: thank you for tuning in show your support right now by clicking that like button if you haven't subscribed hit the subscribe button now and enable all notifications to make sure you don't ever miss any of the best alabama football news notes and information right here on touchdown
0: alabama we're back in people rocking and rolling from the break on a friday tgif edition of the show Hottest show on the streets, number one forum for Bama football news. In my own words, your truly, Stephen M. Smith, touchdown, Alabama magazine. We now get into a conversation on one Jalen Milrow, the true freshman quarterback for the Crimson Tide. Young man, four star out of Tompkins High School in Katy, Texas. This is going to be this is going to be a big week for Milrow, and the reason why he's going to have a very critical role in preparing Alabama for Miami. If you look at next week, which will be game week for the Crimson Tide, which will be setting things up uh, for Miami for the Hurricanes in practice, scout team's going to be going on on the field. Milro is going to have that opportunity to emulate De'Eric King in practice for the first-team defense. He's got the closest skill set of him Paul Tyson, Bryce Young, 2-1, De'Aaron King. Now, I understand, Milrow is taller than King. King is 5'11". Milrow is 6'2". Uh, Milrow a bit thicker than King. Milrow over 200 pounds. De'Aaron King, 195. But both guys from Texas, and then once again, both guys have similar traits. You talk about you know Milrow dual threat, Milrow athletic, Milrow mobility. He's got great legs, great footwork, a cannon for an arm can make of you know, those types of plays, and uh, this is what you, this is what you want. You, you want him to give the likes of Will Anderson, Chris Allen, Henry, uh, uh, Henry To-o-to-o, uh Christian Harris. You know all of those guys. Phil Mathis, the entire defensive front. You want Milrow giving these guys the best look at what they can expect here. You know from King, because going back to what Coach Saban said this week, he talked about you know the Miami redshirt senior quarterback. Very athletic, very good runner, great with the speed, highly mobile, can make plays, can create, can work off script, can do all of those things as a dual threat guy on the field. And uh, Alabama is able to go out there and just take King out of out of his element early and often and throughout the game. Then that would speak huge volumes to and Milrow and showing that he was able to provide this defense with the best look, with the most ideal look, with the uh, the most successful look, and getting this team prepared to what they're going to face out there on the field with King. So, I mean, once again, King is coming off of an ACL injury himself, so you really don't know how good he's going to be able to move, he's going to be able to bend, he's going to be able to turn and contort, and adjust his body and create on the edge. He says he's good. The Miami coaching staff says he's good. The fans believe he's good. The team doctors say he's good. But you you don't know how good you are until you take that first hit. You don't know how good you are until you embrace that first piece of contact. You don't know how good you are until you get your bail rung on the field by the opposing team's defense. So we will see how that plays out. But for Jalen Milrow – him having this opportunity to put Will Anderson, Chris Allen, Christian Harris, all of these guys on the defense in a set position to do their thing against De'Eric King. It's going to be huge uh, for Milro this week. And, and he kind of – this is the same uh, formula. These are the same footsteps that Jalen Hurts took in 2016 when he first got on campus. Remember at that point in time – he was emulating Deshaun Watson in the first matchup between Alabama and Clemson for a national championship. It was Hurts getting the likes of Jonathan Allen and Deron Payne and Dalvin Tomlinson and Tim Williams and Ryan Anderson and, uh, of course, Reuben Foster, Reggie Ragland. He was getting all of those guys prepared for what they were going to face in Deshaun Watson during that game, and Hurts did a darn good job because we saw how... Alabama was able to get that win over Clemson by the score of 45 to 40 in Arizona. So here's a matchup here. Here's an opportunity here for Milrow going out to providing the best look of De'Ara King in practice next week. Whether it's him you know, rolling out in practice, whether it's him on design runs in practice, whether it's him showcasing the arm in practice, he's got the opportunity to give this Alabama defense its best look to go out there on, on, uh, next Saturday and shut down King on the field here at Mercedes-Benz Stadium in Atlanta. So, critical role for Milrow. I think he'll be able to go out there and get that done, helping out the Crimson Tide. But, we take a break right now. Folks, don't touch that doubt. When we return, we go back into the phone lines to take your calls, your thoughts, your tweets, your texts, your chats, your conversations, your score predictions for Bama Miami. We get into them after this. rolling, folks. We're back into the action here. From the break, of number one form for Bama Football News. In my own words, yours truly, Stephen M. Smith of Touchdown Alabama Magazine. Happy to have everybody checking us out here today on the show. Phone lines open. Call segment brought to you by the Blue Rich Gang, 205-448-1358. Number to call in right there, 205 205- 448 448-1358 we grab a call right here you're live on the show what's going on how you feeling state your name and where you calling from
5: okay. what's going on Steven it's Lewis. I'm calling from uh, Madagene Colombia but Colombian South America how's it going buddy
0: going great man going outstanding I mean how how you feeling right now how you feeling Lewis?
5: I'm uh, feeling all right, just having a beer, watching your shows, always, taking it easy. It's been a long day of work, but uh, nothing better than just pop a cold beer and watch your show, man. Having a good nothing, time.
0: Nothing like it, man. Nothing like it. So, I mean, yeah. what I mean, what has you excited for college football? But most importantly, what's got you excited for the Alabama-Miami game? Well, I,
5: uh, a couple of things. Uh, I'm very, very excited with this guy, um, uh, Jalen Milrow. Uh, I don't know if he were to remove the sentimental part with uh, Paul Tyson, we all know related to Burbine, but it's going to be it's going to be very difficult to uh, somehow prevent this 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 guy to take over. For what I'm seeing every now and then on TV and, and the practices and all this, uh, he seems to be. Very accurate, uh, very athletic. He's got a great arm. He's got speed. He's got a he's got great size. And uh, so I, I I'm very really confident about that. It's okay, all good with Bryce Young, of course. And I'm, I'm rooting for that kid, of course. But I don't know. Sometime later down the road, I think Jalen Monroe is going to be the quarterback. And one quick question, and I have a follow up question. If you were to grade on a scale from one to ten, the current situation with Jaleel Billingsley being ten is all good, how would you uh, rate that situation with him and save you know, other noise around him?
0: Well, uh, with Jaleel Billingsley there, Lewis, uh, it seems like everything has been – like, it seems like everything's good. I mean, it appears that everything's good. He's been back in practice the last – Two to two to three days with the tight ends working on blocking drills, catching passes. It appears that he's back. You no know, first in line in those drills in those drills with tight ends. So it, it looks like just from the outside looking in that things are okay.
5: Okay, because I was really sad and worried that there was something wrong there because he is an absolute stud, and we're going to need that player to step in. He's a outstanding tight end and so in my prediction uh, they're not name score but I'm, I'm, I guess might be wrong but I have Alabama but a couple of touchdowns favorite, I guess We're, uh, Alabama's going to win that game uh, I have doubts that the quarterback in Miami is going to be 100% healthy he'll take a couple of shots here and there and they're going to change the way they're going to play so of course Alabama's going to get that game so I appreciate your time, Steven. I watch your show, even though I'm thousands of miles away. But I, I don't miss your show, especially on Friday. I uh, appreciate what you're doing An Outstanding show. And uh, just keep up the good work, Steven. in the heck of a job, man.
0: Appreciate Lewis. They're calling in, helping us out here on a Friday on the show. We take our next call right here. You're live on the show on a Friday. What's going on? How you feeling? State your name. And where you calling from? Oh, yeah. Hey, Steven.
4: This is uh, Vince from the big city of Memphis, Tennessee. How you doing?
0: Doing great, man. How, doing great. How you feeling, man?
4: I'm feeling good, man. I'm, I'm ready for the season, man. Ready for it to get started. Uh, I just want to say a few things about the Miami game. I think that, that Alabama could probably run the football and win this game because you think about last year what North Carolina did to Miami but last year and we actually got the running back coach that was there at North Carolina last year and we got probably better running back what North Carolina did so I don't think Bryce got to have that much pressure to go out there and try to you know he might think that he might have to go out there and try to do what the Dirt King did but you look at it we they might we might be even with them at the quarterback position but the way we recruited, we are better than Miami in every other position on the field, especially on the line of scrimmage. I think that's that's how we're going We should dominate the line of scrimmage because I just don't see how they'd be to match up with us on the line of scrimmage. And um, What do you think about that?
0: My man, I'm loving how you're thinking right now because Coach Saban has always talked about wanting to get back to more ball control, wanting to have more balance. And in the first game – you don't want to put all the pressure on Bryce Young, especially when you got four to five running backs. You can keep those guys fresh. You hand them the ball. You can let them ground and pound right there. You lean on that offensive line. You get that Miami defense tired. And then you can take some shots through with Bryce Young. So, I like that idea. I do. Appreciate that call right there. Coming into the show, uh, discussing Alabama you know, running the football. That could definitely be an option right there. But, We can take this call right here. You're live on the show. How you feeling? What's going on? State your name and where you are calling from.
4: Coach Smooth from Phoenix City, Alabama.
0: (laughs) We got Senator in Uh, here. What's going on, my man?
4: Steven, I love the content tonight, man, with the fans' uh, viewpoints of uh, this Miami game. Um, I just want to just continue to piggyback off of it, man, because um, the last caller said something very important about, um, you know, D. Eric King getting settled in. Um, D. Eric King hasn't taken a hit since his injury. So um, <clears throat> knowing that this this defensive line, um, I, he's reading the, the headlines. D. Eric King is reading the media. Um, you you seeing his response to, you know, if he believes they have a chance against Bama. You know, he's reading all the tabloids and stuff. So he knows what he's up against. And I've had both ACLs done before Steven and you don't get past that mental block for a good you know almost a year until after you get cleared, you know, to, to get back to doing playing how you want to. So you might play hard, you might have spots, but the mental block is there. And we saw it affect uh Dylan Moses and it, he ended up re-injuring himself and nobody even knew it. So uh the mental thing, the mental part is definitely gonna be there. It's a big game it's gonna be televised. We can expect to see Derek, Derek King make some uncharacteristic plays early, and our offensive line compared to their D line, they're not deep at D line. They got a lot of a lot of young guys, but they don't have a lot of experience. And uh, one thing we know for sure, uh, Alabama offensive line, you might you your best chance to get ahead is the first two two to three drives. Your best chance to get ahead and try to get in our head your first two to three drives. If we control the drive from the first drive of the game. Oh, it's gonna be a long night. And so, and like like the last caller said, I, I see the ground ball being the 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 way to go. Sixty, seventy percent of the game. I, I see Bryce Young probably getting twenty to twenty three pass attempts. Um, the first game of the season. But uh, yeah, big big score. Like I said in chat, forty eight thirteen. I'm looking probably like forty eight forty five thirteen. Um, and and I mean just a full game of control and dominance in the in the trenches is it, going to be nasty, Steven.
0: Appreciate Senator right there calling into the show, helping us out once again. We're talking Alabama, Miami. What are you seeing from this game? What are you liking about this game? How are you feeling about this game? We take our next call right here. You're live on the show. What's going on? State your name and where you calling from.
4: William Bryant from Denison again, Iowa.
0: My man, William Bryant in the building from Iowa. My man, what's going on? Oh, man,
4: everything's great. Uh, I just wanted to brag on uh, Emily's Erling Pound Cakes, the guy that called in from uh, from Columbia, Columbia South uh, South America. I do want to tell him that they do ship overseas. Uh, She's made a shipment just recently to uh, the troops over, overseas. So if he wanted to order some, I, I advise him to get some because they're real good. And uh, also about the game. Um, As far as Miami, we beat them in the Sugar Bowl back in 92, the 93 game. So, we can do it again.
0: And that's all I have. Absolutely, William, in, in the game in 93, Miami talked a lot of junk coming, coming into that matchup, but uh, Coach Gene Stallings, George Teague, Antonio Langham, Derek Nastic, Jay Barker, the rest of the whole crew made sure Miami and Gino Toretta very uncomfortable throughout the entire game as Bama got the 34-13 to 13 win in the Mercedes-Benz Superdome in New Orleans. But, uh, William, my man William Bryan, appreciate that call right there coming from him uh, uh, talking about uh, Bama. Miami. This is going to be a good game right here coming up in next week. But we grabbed another call right here. You're live on the show. What's going on? How you feeling? State your name and where you're calling from.
3: Hey, Stephen. It's Chris from Westchester County, New York. How are you?
0: Doing well, and yourself?
3: I'm doing good, thank you. Hey, uh, this is the first time in five—I think four or five years—where. I'm really excited about the Alabama defense and especially the linebackers I kind of look at their, um, their linebacker room and there's about six to eight players that are probably starters else you know, anywhere elsewhere in the country you know so I, I wonder you know what are your thoughts and then also Will Anderson I, I look at him and he seems to be the next he's got potential to be the next Lawrence Taylor
0: That's big praise right there. That is big praise right there. So the linebacker room, uh, it's deep, it's nasty, it's scary. Uh, An inside linebacker, we're talking about Christian Harris, who's played a lot of ball, and uh, he's going to be the weak side, you know, the wheel, see ball, get ball linebacker. He's going to be next to Henry To'o To'o, who's going to be the middle linebacker, calling the signals, getting the defense in order, and he's so used to doing it because he did it two years at Tennessee, Prior to coming to Alabama, you got your two outside guys and Christopher Allen and Will Anderson. As much of a terror as Will Anderson is and he is, people forget Chris Allen is a terror, especially when he's healthy. And last year for the first time was healthy. Six sacks, 13 tackles for loss have big production there, and you got guys behind those guys that can go out there and make things happen. So very excited about this defense, and will Anderson, will Anderson will be as good as Will Anderson wants to be, and Anderson wants to be legendary. So he's going to continue to work toward being a legendary.
3: Expect that for him. And, you know, I think Saban's record going into the first game of the year is just fantastic, and it's hard to imagine, you know, except for some crazy bounces of the football and, and some, some, you know, unexpected turnovers, that there'll be a letdown in this game against Miami.
0: I look at this game, man, and I, I think for me, you know, Saban's record in these marquee season openers, he's 10-0 since 2007. He is 6-0 and 0 against the ACC. I think in this game, uh, what Saban always likes to do is Where are we, being Alabama, in relation to the ultimate goal, which is winning a national championship? So coming up in practice next week, being game week, he's going to have the guys prepared, no stone left unturned. Everybody's going to be knocked in. Everybody's mind is going to be right in this game. And I just just see a team that's – focused on trying to repeat as champions, and especially on defense, where the last few years, you know, we've heard defense no good. Defense taking a back seat. Will Alabama ever get back to having that type of defense prior to 2018? And will this season but definitely appreciate my man from new york with that call right there on the show appreciate everybody calling in texting in writing in donating in delivering those score predictions for alabama miami we are eight days away people next week we're gonna be watching football we're gonna be getting bama football next week here for the Crimson Tide. But I gotta shout out McConnick right now. McConnick, <laughs> that $25 donation, helping us out here on the show. Appreciate the love there from McConnick. As always, Tide fans, you want the best in news, notes, information, and material on your favorite program, that being Bama football. You can get this by accessing the Touchdown Alabama Magazine app. You download the app from the iPhone App Store. If you're rocking Team Apple, Google Play Store, if you got the Android phone for your audio listening needs, we got you covered. iTunes or Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Spreaker, TuneIn Radio, Overcast.fm, iHeartRadio, we got you covered. The good and gracious Lord sees fit. I'll be back on Monday, continuing the conversation that is Tide Football. Remember, Bama fans, you can purchase individual copies of Touchdown Alabama Magazine. Have those sent to your door. That link will be found in the description. Also, if you're trying to get the new edition, the fresh edition, the print edition of TDA the Magazine, you can go to touchdownalabama.com. You click join, become a member, a subscriber today. Uh, also, if you're trying to get your hands on the, uh, the, the four-finger bling necklace, four-finger bling jewelry, courtesy of our guys at weownthefourthquarter.com. That's weownthefourthquarter.com. That link in the description as well. But until next time, folks, husbands love your wives. Wives appreciate value. Those husbands, children, weekend here. Weekend is here, but you still do the right thing, fun thing, good thing, smart thing, legitimate thing to not be bored. You get you those three hearty meals a day, those three great naps a day. You protect yourself, protect the loved ones around you. Until next time, folks, I'm your man Stephen M. Smith you been listening to In My Own Words.